Hello and welcome back to Park It Here. I'm here with Aaron Henry who produces this. Um, today we are visiting with two of our community center supervisors. As you know, we have more than a dozen community centers dotted throughout Louisville's landscape. Um, now that the kiddos are back in school, um, the community centers are sort of getting back into their regular schedule of doing after school stuff after running their uh, summer camp program. So the two center supervisors that we talked to are Kyle Dock, who is at the Portland Community Center, which is located on uh, West um, 27th Street, North 27th Street, excuse me, in the Portland neighborhood um, towards West Louisville. And then Lanisha Beasley, who uh, is at the South Louisville Community Center. That's by Churchill Downs off of Taylor Boulevard. Um, you likely have seen that, if again, if you've been to Churchill Downs or if you've been headed on Taylor Boulevard towards Iroquois Park in that area. Um, they've both been around here uh, for quite some time. They're innovative programmers, and, and you can hear from the discussion that they really enjoy what they do. Um, they're always looking for ways to improve their programming, and uh, walking through their centers is, is really a treat. So we'll, uh, we'll let you listen, and we'll come back after we're done talking to Kyle and Lanisha. Okay, I'm here with Kyle and Lanisha. Uh, Kyle, let's start with you. Can you tell us a little bit about where you are and how you came to Metro Parks? Uh, I'm at the Portland Community Center. I'm the supervisor of that center. Um, I guess with my background, I started with a bachelor's degree at U of L in sport administration. Uh, worked internships for them with the uh, Papa John's Cardinal Stadium, doing facility management, working all the uh, football games and the behind-the-scenes stuff. Everything it takes to go into putting on a uh, big Division One college football game. Um, then from there, went on, did a lot of coaching, refereeing. Uh, working summer camps for uh, different places um, out in Pennsylvania. Worked a camp for uh, a whole summer where I actually lived lived at the camp uh, for eight weeks in Pennsylvania. And then uh, started working for the YMCA. Worked for YMCA school-age child care for about a year. And then that's what ended up bringing me to uh, Portland, to the Parks Department. And I've been with uh, Portland Community Center for about three and a half years now. All right, Lanisha, your turn. What brought you here and how long have you been here and where are you right now? Um, I've been with parks since uh, 2000. What brought me here was actually being a parks kid myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm um, just doing cheerleading and basketball and having mentors and things like that. I was interested and I wanted to be them. And it's 20 years later and I'm still here. <laughs> Excellent. Lanisha, uh, back to you. Uh, so what, um, tell us a little bit about South Louisville. It's located over uh, pretty close to Churchill Downs in UofL. Um, yes. Tell us a little bit about what you do at the center there. Wow, okay, so South Louisville is inside of the LMPD Training Academy, which we're right in the backyard, or front yard of Churchill Downs, as you can say, right mm -hmm. across the street. Um, but at South, we do programming for ages six all the way to seniors. We have senior fitness classes, we do arts and crafts, we have mentoring programs, basketball, volleyball, um, heavily involved in all the sports that we offer, and um, it can go on, the list can go on. So come by and see us. What about you, Kyle? Uh, what sort of... Uh things do you offer at Portland? Well, similar to uh, South Louisville, uh, we do programming starting basically at age six, and we focus more on youth at the Portland Community Center, so we go basically ages six to eight, uh, six to 18, and we do have some adult programs as far as like adult basketball hours, and we have a weight room, uh, but for the most part, we have all the youth programming that you can think of when you think of a recreation center, so you know, we have sports leagues, uh, going, flag football is going on right now, we'll have uh, volleyball and basketball coming up soon, uh, we have a Cub Scouts group, we have karate, uh, we have our, our kids' cafe that we serve. To, it's a free hot meal, uh, five nights a week for any child 18 and under. Uh, we have summer camp. 
Um, I mean, just a, a little bit of everything. Pretty much, like I said, anything you can think of that when you think of a recreation center, we've, we've got it. So I'm curious to know how you guys see your roles in each one of your individual centers. Um, your titles are supervisors, but uh, what does that actually mean whenever somebody asks you what being the supervisor of your center is? Me? Oh, whoever wants to go. Um, sometimes I have to <laughs> remind myself I'm the center because I'm in there playing Connect Four or cards or whatever, and I have to go, oh, yeah, that's me. So mm -hmm. sometimes I got to put myself back in my own place. But um, being a supervisor, I have a great team. Mm -hmm. My team, we get it done. Mm -hmm. You know, at the end of the day, I just want to make sure the building's open and closing. <laughs> but we get it done. So it's exciting to be the supervisor at South Louisville. Um, I encourage kids. I encourage my staff. Awesome. <laughs> Um, what do the kids have any at South Little? They have any interaction with the LMPD given their proximity to, to the station there? Um, we're working on that. Yeah. Um, they do do training across the hall, so our kids do see um, the combat, you know, mm -hmm. the police office corrections. So we are allowed to take tours across the mm -hmm. hall. Um, we're trying to get more interaction, but it's getting there, it's mm -hmm. getting better. What about what about you, Kyle? The, uh, the, the next question I guess I was probably going to ask the both of you is, um, where do you see uh, community centers going? How are the roles that they play in this community going to change over the next several years? You know, once once upon a time, and I think I don't know if you guys were here, but we had, I mean, we we've cut the number of centers we actually have it, mm -hmm. somewhat drastically. I think, uh, with Lanisha, when when you started, I think we had maybe eighteen, yes. something like that. Yes. But uh, I'm curious to know just sort of what you think the changing role these centers have and particularly the neighborhoods that they're in. Kyle, you're in the Portland neighborhood, and, and what, how do you see it uh, kind of evolving towards the future? Well, I, I think the most important thing we need to continue to do is to prove our worth, to prove our mm -hmm. worth as far as, you know, recreation is important. Recreation is important to a quality of life. Um, you know, people don't recreate just out of boredom. They recreate because it's, it, it just increases your quality of life. And so in this, in this continuing day and age of, of technology, and that's ironic, we're doing a podcast right now, but mm -hmm. this, this continuing age of technology when, you know, people have all the uh, entertainment they need at their fingertips, you know, they pull a, a computer out of their pocket and, mm -hmm. you know, can look at a screen or they can stay home and play video games. I mean, we need to continue to prove our worth, but coming out to a recreation center and participating in, you know, a sports league, a basketball league, coming out and, you know, using the weight room and that in-person socialization that recreation program creates we need to continue to show that that is extremely important to a higher quality of life. And I think that's the most important thing that we need, we need to keep doing as we move into this, this, this world we're in now. Lisa, you were kind of nodding your head as Kyle was speaking. Do you, do you agree pretty much with what he just said? Yes, uh, I totally, totally agree. Um, just back to what I was saying, seeing the, the mentors that I had, you know, participating in community centers, I wanted to be like them. And here I am mentoring um, individuals myself. So, it, it is. We need to, you know, prove that we need to be here. So you've got. So let's just say you're a parent. You've got a child. Maybe you're new to Louisville. Maybe you're a single mother. Uh, there's there are things that, uh, you know, maybe you're looking for recreation or entertainment for your child. What would you encourage them to do, and what will you give that child if they're going to come to your community center? Whoever wants to start can go ahead. Um, I tend to overload uh -huh. sometimes, so um, it's you walk in and we get flyers. We you know have everything handed out, uh, handouts in the front lobby area and things like that. So sometimes it can be an overload. But I always tell a new parent that wants to participate in rec programming, community center settings, is come in and, and get involved. Mm -hmm. That way they can see you know how they can even help with programming or things for their kids. Um, 
But I just always encourage them to check out our website, come into the center because mm-hmm. things change. We ha- we change all the time here in parks. So I always just encourage them to come in the center, ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, JCPS always ask questions. Um, just do your research. I mean, building on that as far as what we can offer a parent if they're coming into our center for the first time and bring their child in, I would say, I mean, you can start slow because you know a lot of kids need to warm up to a new place. So mm-hmm. you know, we're a safe place for kids to hang out and be in a structured environment after school and during the summer. So that I think parents can know if they come into our center and the kids are staying in our center, they're safe. They can hang out. They can play in the game tables area. They can be in the computer lab. They can get homework assignments done. And they're they literally can, that literally are all safe places, correct? Yes. Yep. So yeah, literally mm-hmm. YMCA safe places. Mm-hmm. Yes. So and then, but then you know you can start there, and then moving on, you can start joining some of our structured programs. You can join our Echo program, and we'll take you out to Jefferson Forest, and you'll be out in nature. We'll take you hiking. You'll go rock climbing. You can check out our Cub Scouts troop. You know you can join one of our our sports leagues. So you know you can start by just being in a safe, nurturing place, and then you can move on to participating in that, like I said, higher quality of life recreational program. And it's not just youth. So, uh, I was that was the first thing that sort of came to mind. But there's a lot of senior programming that goes on in the centers um, and adult programming, adult leagues. We most of our athletic leagues, I believe, are ran here at Sir Algar. But there's plenty of recreational opportunities at at the centers. Can you go into a little bit about what an adult or a senior citizen might experience if they are at either one of your centers? Well, I'll start real quick because actually, not only. Um do I work for the department but I've actually as Alicia said she was a center kid so I was actually a center kid at Douglas so I grew up playing uh, in all Douglas's basketball leagues and I actually still currently play in a a Cyril Allgaier's adult men's basketball league so Mm -hmm. that's something I mean I look forward me and my buddies look forward to that uh, every winter playing in that league so you know you start as a kid and you you stay in you stay in the recreational programming as an adult Um, so that's my perspective on that is just you know you can it's a lifelong it's a lifelong journey with the with the parks department and I've enjoyed it all um, I know the, the one big thing that uh, that we're trying to emphasize a lot and uh, maybe sometimes doesn't get mentioned as much as it should are partnerships I know that there's been a lot of work done with coca-cola um, out in Portland and Lanisha I know you've been involved with the Kentucky Derby Festival mm-hmm. uh, could you guys talk a little bit about both of those things and what they've meant to your centers and to this department Working with KDF was, well, is, it has been um, an awesome experience. I mean, the partnership is is growing. We are in the Pegasus Parade. Uh, being a part of the committee has just opened my eyes to really kind of with how they view parks as well. You know, they would ask questions like, I'm like, well, wait, I don't know if I can answer that. But <laughs> but it's just kind of good how they can view us, you know. In, in the, the float, the float we had in the Pegasus Parade last year won some awards, correct? It, yeah, we did, but I'm not sure the, the title. Yeah. Um, but what was what but was? I know it was the best of what, something. What did the what did the float what did the float look like? Well, it did it was win, awesome. It did win uh, best float in the Portland parade as well. We oh, did it really? Parade every, every year. Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah. We'll post. Uh, Aaron's not. He's nodding his head. Yeah, people nodding head. We'll uh, we'll post pictures of the uh, parade or parade float on the website again. It's been up on our Facebook page uh, in the past, but we'll go ahead and do that again because it's 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 awesome. It was it was unbelievable when we saw it the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was I believe the brainchild of our. Um, our arts manager Brad Meredith and a few other people that designed it, but anyway, it was really cool. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, what no, else are you doing, with KDF? I, I'm super excited about the, the partnership that we have with KDF. Like mm-hmm. I say, it, it's opened my eyes to see how they view us, um, and just being a part of that uh, that big operation mm-hmm. has just really opened my eyes to. It's a great partnership. And what about Coke? There's a lot of work done, particularly last year. Yeah, so um, Coca-Cola came in. They actually came in. 
along with the same group that uh, Joey Logano mm -hmm. and some of his sponsors came in with when they built a brand new playground for us out in the Portland Park, which we were in desperate need of. So that was awesome. Um, and then Coca-Cola followed back up and wanted, you know, they wanted to keep staying involved in our community. So mm -hmm. they came in after that playground was built that summer, which I believe was summer last year, summer 2018. Mm -hmm. uh, they came, Coca-Cola came back in the fall of 2018 and did a, a, a big free community event with food and games and activities. Mm -hmm. you know, Mayor wow. Fisher, Mayor Fisher came by and. Um, you know, they had music playing outside. They had tents. I mean, it was a, it was the real. And, deal. and then they also came back, I believe, uh, this spring and did a planning project in Chickasaw Park. Yes. Yeah. So, um, it's it's I guess it's it's you try and make these uh, relationships not only like start them but make them last. I mean, so how do you sell? Uh, maybe sell what you're providing in the community uh, again. I sort of asked you to go over this again, so I apologize. But how do you sell what you're providing to the community to someone who might be interested in becoming a sponsor or, or providing some goods or services to the centers? Well, I guess you have to show worth on both ends. I mean, with Coca-Cola, mm -hmm. they saw uh, the worth in helping us and, and, and being involved in a community that um, is a unique community. It's, it's a great community, but it's also a community that, that you know, can get a little down and needs a little bit of help. And they saw the worth in coming in and doing some great fun events. And then also, um, you know, it, it, it benefits them. You know, they get their name out there and, um, you know, People might be more likely to drink Coke over Pepsi, you know, if they, <laughs> if they come over, come to an event like that, you know. Yeah. So I mean, let, let's be honest, you know, it's it's a it's a good marketing tool for them, and uh, it's a good, great way for us um, to bring in some some assistance that we need too. So it's a great partnership. I think one of the things that I enjoy working uh, at the Parks Department, Parks and Recreation Department, uh, the most is is that some there's a part of me that is still just kind of a big kid. Um, yeah. You know, Alicia, I like, I, I know you're heavily, you were heavily involved in Step Fest and you were an instructor also, but I think one thing that I notice about whenever I go over to South Louisville is how colorful it is on the walls. And mm -hmm. it seems like that's a personal touch maybe that you provide. Do you have to be kind of a, a big kid yourself in some ways in order to enjoy the work that you're doing? Um, I would say yes, because yeah. I'm such a goofball at heart. So, mm -hmm. um, but walking into the space, we want people to say, wow, you know, I want ownership in this space. Um, so we do take every little thing that we do serious at South. Uh, I have a wonderful, great um, recreation leader, Miss Tammy. Mm -hmm. She's all about color. She's all about the wow factor. She will take water and sell it to the water man. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then like I say, Daniel and Darnell, they're great too. They, mm -hmm. they, they know that we save and reuse and reproduce and all kind of stuff. So before they even throw anything away, mm -hmm. the guys are like, do you want this? Can I toss it? <laughs> and mm -hmm. they were like, no, save the cardboard. We can do something with it. Mm -hmm. And kids, you not, we're doing something. We're hanging something from the ceiling. So it's amazing. Mm -hmm. we, I, we try to walk in every day and go, hmm, what can we add? What can we do different? Mm -hmm. what, what can we make somebody say, wow, what is this? I'm going to be interested. So, What about you, Kyle? Does that help? I mean, you were mentioning that you're still playing basketball uh, in our league. So I mean, if you start out with the Parks Department, it never quite goes away, and you always kind of want to retain that childlike factor maybe a little bit. Yeah, definitely, and I enjoy that as part of my everyday job. I mean, that's one of the best things about working in a community center is, you know, yeah, I have a lot of work to do, but at the same time, I can step into the gym any minute and just mm -hmm. play basketball with the kids, mm -hmm. and, and they love that. I mean, the kids love it when the adults come in there and play. I mean, that's one of the things I loved at Douglas, and I'll I'll throw I'll, I'll throw a couple guys out. Mike, Mike and uh, Joey, who used to work at Douglas, who were at Berrytown. Now. Joey Blankenship and Mike uh, yep. Herbst, Joey right? Blankenship and Mike Herbst. They were working at Douglas when I was a kid. Joey was actually one of my coaches 
And, I mean, we loved it when they would come into the gym and play basketball with us, especially if we only had eight guys. They came in and made ten. We could play five on five, and that's just one of the things that I enjoy about my job now is being that adult, being that mentor, and just in yeah. playing, yeah. having fun with the kids. If you don't mind, uh, both of you, just uh, can you talk a little bit about the summer that you guys had? So summer camps, um, our overall goal is to create a week-by-week experience. Mm-hmm. Um, we set themes. So one week can be swim week. The next week would be softball week. So each week we try to set a different tone Mm -hmm. and then we hype the kids up. So Monday they know that entire week is focused on, you know, swim week or, you know, that Monday they come in, um, they know that we have an echo or we'll have no different things. So Mm -hmm. we'll always set the tone for the kids each week, each week. So our goal is every week set the tone, have fun, um, and enhance our lives week by week, and then we count down. Mm-hmm. We got four more weeks. We got three more weeks. <laughs> it's like being a teacher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you hear that from teachers too that, that they, you know, as much as they, most teachers love their kids, when the school year is over, they're like, whew. Yeah. You know, and you reset. Get, yeah, exactly. What about you, Kyle? What are you doing over there at, the, at Portland with the camp? Summer camp is one of the hardest, but also the most fun parts of the year. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we bring in a ton of kids. I think we had about 60 kids signed up in our summer camp this year. And I mean, kind of like Lanisha said, every week's a little bit different. Uh, we have a lot of outside partners that come in. Um, and then what's cool about summer camp is it's a little bit of like the old, like you know, a lot of people might think of summer camp and they think of kickball and they think of swimming and they think of uh, wiffle ball. And we do a little bit of that. In fact, we do a lot of that, but we also do a little, a little bit of stuff that you know kids might not be used to. So for instance, uh, we have partnership with Fun for the Arts where they actually paid for outside art groups to come in and do art with our kids. So we had Louisville Ballet and doing hip hop dance with our kids. Um, we had Squalos Puppeteers doing puppet, wor- uh, puppet making workshops with our kids. Um, we have uh, the local free public library coming in bringing their bookmobile. You know, we're taking them to uh, Red's Rookie at Wyandotte Park. Uh, so they're getting a whole lot of different experiences uh, during that eight weeks of summer program. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> no, wait a minute. I'm supposed to say the last thing. At least, no, I'm kidding. That's fine. No, thank you. Um, I will say one thing before they leave us. I think we're going to try and do registration for our summer camps a little earlier this year. Um, Last year, there were some issues that, that uh, sort of preempted us from getting an early enough start. So look for registration possibilities um, after the start of the new year in 2020 for the following summer. All right. Well, thank you to Kyle uh, Doc from Portland Community Center and Lanisha Beasley from South Louisville Community Center. And also thanks to Aaron. A um, couple things to talk about during the month of October. October 4th and 5th, the Canoe Mobile is going to be returning to Riverview and Shawnee Parks. It'll be the eighth year that they've done the Canoe Mobile, uh, their free canoe rides. If you go to bestparksever.com, you can download a waiver form. Again, the the canoe rides are free of charge for all ages. Just show up. If the weather's good, it should be a nice day on the Ohio River. And then on Saturday, October the 19th, uh, the Wilderness Inquiry uh, Fall Adventure at Jefferson Memorial Forest is going to be taking place. There's going to be an added wrinkle this year at JMF if you've been to this event in the past. It usually has started with the 5K run in the morning um, and then has led to afternoon programming, including a hike through the forest. Uh, This year is a little different. We're going to have a camp out. Uh, The event's going to start at 4 o'clock. There's going to be some live music and food trucks. Again, bestparksever.com for more information. So for Aaron, that ought to do it. Uh, This is John Ryder. Look forward to talking to you again on the next episode of Park It Here.